0: Of you know was a twin. Him and Esau. Esau was born first. Jacob came out holding his heel. (laughs) We'll talk some more about that later. In his growing up, Jacob was more of the homebody type, and Esau was the hunter. Isaac, Jacob, and Esau's father loved Esau. Their mother, Rebekah, loved Jacob. Different personalities different preferences. And as they were growing up, you remember the story how Esau came in one day and he smelled that great soup that Jacob could cook. I don't know. Maybe it's called Jacob's soup. I don't know. And he said, I am faint, near death. Give me some of your soup. Now, you know, folks, the Bible says he despised the birthright. That Esau despised the birthright. If you study Esau carefully, you will find out he disrespected his father. There was something between Esau and uh, Isaac that I don't quite get a hold of here. Something psychological, something family, something relationship. There was this thing about Esau that he just didn't like the way the family structure was set up and he was in rebellion. And so he sold his birthright to Jacob. Jacob tricked him. This is a characteristic of Jacob. He's a trickster. He's a supplanter. He's a conniver. And he was that way from youth. Later on in his adult life, it was the same way. In his adult life, you're going to see that the tables were reversed on this old boy. Let's talk about, just a minute, about his birth. You realize that Jacob was chosen by God from birth to be the one to bear the bloodline, the seed for the nation of Israel. Not Esau. Even though Esau was considered the firstborn, God chose Jacob. Now, He was favored by his mother, and his mother is where Jacob perhaps got his manipulative spirit. Some would even call it a spirit of Jezebel, because it is just that, manipulative, controlling? I don't know. I just know that he had it in him as part of his character. He was favored by his mother. His mother held him close. His youth was full of deception. He tricked his brother, as I just alluded to. He deceived his father. Remember, he dressed up like Esau. His mother encouraged him to do it. And he went in and he got the blessing of the firstborn, the birthright from his father. He tricked his father. Now, did his father not know? I have a feeling his father knew the voice of Jacob over Esau. And I think he knew that was Jacob. I think he went along with it. And this is Isaac. Isaac is passive. He's not really a leader. He's a guy that goes along. Yes, he was submissive to, the, to God's call on Abraham's life to sacrifice him. He was submissive to that. But you follow Isaac. He didn't even choose his own wife. I mean, the guy is just passive. He's like a good old couch. He's just comfortable, but not something you'd want to, you know, show off to everybody. Not much in the Bible is devoted to Isaac. Not much is said about him, but a whole lot is said about Abraham and Jacob and Joseph. He was forced to leave his home as a result of the deception that he and his mother pulled uh, on Isaac. He was forced to leave because Esau was going to kill him. His own brother swore to kill him and would have made good on his promise. And Rebekah knew it, and she persuaded Isaac to send Jacob away to his uncle, Isaac's brother Laban. His adult life was full of struggle. This is the story of Jacob now. and We're talking about the end of ourselves in wrestling with God. He was tricked by his uncle. Remember Laban? He went to live with Laban, and oh, he saw the most beautiful thing he'd ever seen in all of his life. What was her name? Rachel. Rachel, Rachel, Rachel. Oh, he loved Rachel, the many laid eyes on her. And he made a covenant, an agreement with Laban that he would work seven years for Rachel. He worked seven years and Rachel come to the wedding, or rather uh, he thought Rachel came to the wedding, dressed uh, fully covered and veiled. He couldn't tell who it was until after the wedding. Uh, in fact, some even suggest that maybe he didn't even know until the next day. Can you imagine, fellas? <laughs> Waking up after your honeymoon night and looking over and thinking you're looking at Rachel and there's who? Leah. Leah just wasn't as good looking. No matter how you slice it, she just wasn't as good looking as Rachel. And never mind what position this puts uh, puts, uh, Leah in. I mean, she's got to deal with this husband that's expecting Rachel. And so then he has to work what? Another seven years. Can you imagine the family relationships in this home? What is he doing? He's getting his just desserts. It's coming home. Those chickens are coming home to roost, aren't they? He works another seven years, and he he gets Rachel. All the while, Laban is changing his salary, changing the agreements, and just trying every way in the world to swindle Jacob. And all the while, Jacob is prospering. Why? Because the covenant of God, the blessing of God is on him. Even though he don't deserve it, even though he's a rascal, he's a scoundrel, he's a cheat, God's blessing him. Now, you go figure that one out. I can't.